This is Billy Corbin, co-founder of Rack and Tour, director of Cocaine Cowboys, The U, and Magic City Hustle, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Casino Highlight. The fastest game in the world has come to Magic City. We showcase the best features of the sport, combined with the state-of-the-art court, and the talents of our very own, homegrown athletes, like myself, for a highlight experience like never before. But guys, remember to live the highlight. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. What's up? It's episode 192. I am producer Fungus, joined by my boy Larry Fresh, my guy Tenard Davis, and today's special guest, Andrea Ocampo. How, how are you, Andrea? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you for joining us. Um, before we get started... We're doing two shows in a week now? That's what we're doing? Yeah. Oh, two we're doing shows in a week. week. Two weeks, minimum, bro. four weeks, yeah. minimum, yeah. minimum. Yeah. We hey, might go. Gotta send, hey, you gotta send send me another. I need another check in the mail right now, bro. <laughs> like, y'all gotta start paying me for this. It's <laughs> it's already on the way, bro. But USPS is a little delayed, so. Before we get started, Edwin, go ahead yes, and uh, and uh, do it for the community, baby. Yes, sir. Um, keeping up with the theme that we've been doing for the last few weeks that we started actually last week in in real detail but again reminding everybody stay safe stay stay wash your hands uh keep your social distancing do everything you can so that we can get through this as quickly as possible as safe as possible but in that we also got to remind ourselves that there's a lot of people struggling there's a lot of people that need help so we want to do our little part and help out as much as we can by shouting out some local businesses and and reminding people that, you know, there's there's still ways to, to do things and get things. And there's still some really good people doing some really good things out there, like my boy Gio. Um, so just to remind you, oh, sorry, my boy Gio, Gio Giovanni Valdez, he's an insurance agent with Global Insurance Agency in Miami Lakes. He started a community fundraiser in partnership with his brother Jason and his wife Colette. Their mission is to help give back to the community during this crisis. A simple idea of wanting to feed the frontline workers and support small businesses has turned into a movement. If you checked out local news, ABC, CBS has even done a whole story on them. They've been uh, delivering meals, buying meals from local places and delivering it to frontline workers and everything. So through the support of their community on their GoFundMe page, they've actually been able to raise. They, they, their original goal, I believe, was $2,500 that they wanted to raise, and they've already exceeded that. They did it in five days. Oh, That's wow. how much support they've been getting from everybody and everything. So, That's awesome. Um, and they've been able to deliver over 200 meals to healthcare, he- healthcare heroes across South Florida region. And they're not close to stopping yet. They had, uh, they did another two deliveries this week since our last show, um, and they hope to continue their hashtag fueling the front line for weeks to come. So if you're on, if you want to help out and you want to participate, they're obviously they're taking donations. Any if you have a local business and you want to work in partnership with them, hit them up. They have an Instagram right now dedicated just for this. It's at fueling the front line. So. Go there, contribute. We'll also post a hashtag to their GoFundMe or uh, the link to the GoFundMe uh, at the end of the show. We'll post it up in the uh, in the chat in the comments, or just hit us up at any time, and we'll share that. All right, man. Go. Yeah, make sure everybody get out there and support your your local community wherever that is. If you're watching from afar, go out and support your community, regardless. All right, yeah, so. Man. And yeah. Gio's a good dude. You know, he's been mm-hmm. on. He's actually been on the show. He's a friend of ours. He's somebody that. You know, we know, and I know for a fact how hard he works. He was my neighbor down here where I live, so 
for a good while until we became friends. So I, it, it's really, you know, it's really, really cool to see what he's doing. And there's a lot of other little stories like that of people doing these types yeah. of things. Mm -hmm. So if, if you see something like that, share it, tell people about it. Just spread some good news, man. It's, it's, it's a weird time. We've been talking about it for weeks. We're all quarantined still. I haven't seen TD's face in so long in person, but at least I can see him here, you know, and, and it, it's, it'd be nice to, to get back to the, to those good old days, but you know, we'll get there soon. So as long as we work together and, you know, stay positive, things will get better. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. So today we're joined by Andrea Ocampo. Andrea, how have you experienced all this so far? You know, just to, to not stray away from the pandemic, talk too quickly, uh, how, what have you noticed as far as people pulling together or anything like that? Well, I mean, it's great to see Miami and overall South Florida pulling together. Obviously, it's it's wonderful during these times. I mean, I'm a, I'm an optimist, so I always try to to see the silver lining and everything. That's usually what I really focus my energy on. So I love seeing everybody coming together and just even uh, the cheers from the balconies. You know, I actually get emotional <laughs> when I hear it just because. Uh, it's just it's just a, a testament as to where we are and how we're all trying to get through this together. It is very challenging, right? You know, I although I'm optimistic, there are moments where, I mean, business is a little slower than usual. And from a business perspective, our company, we're really trying to support our clients the best that we can. And obviously, we've had to pivot drastically, and that has affected our business. And I think, I think at this point, it's, it's a mind game. This is all in the mind now, right? I, yeah. I'm, I, I'm an only child, you know, I've always been a loner. So quarantine has kind of always been my lifestyle. But at yeah. this point, I'm missing, you know, the, the simplest things like hugging my friends, uh, just going out, you know, whenever we want. That's, that's not how it is anymore. So those little things that we used to take for granted, I, it's, yeah. it's affecting me. But I think it's now it's on the mind. Now this we have to get through this from the inside out. Definitely. So I think you're on the, I think in the third quarter of it, you know, uh, the president got on today and has a three phase uh, way to get America going again. So hopefully we're at the, the last quarter or the third quarter of this whole thing. So start, I hope by June uh, we have some type of normalcy when it comes to uh, our everyday life. But yeah, I, I, a lot of people took a hit. And in the sports world too, in the sports world, we thought that was untouchable. Yeah, it was touched. Yeah, that's the realest thing, man. The fact that we ain't got no sports like that—that's the—that's like the most Walking Dead thing that has happened to me. I mean, I don't know. That's what it feels like. <laughs> like, whoa, this is serious, man. You know, like that's that's the one that's gotten to me. But it's true what you were saying, Andrea, about like this pandemic and being locked up, man. I didn't say this on the show uh, on Tuesday. I forgot, but I told Gus about this. But, yo, this quarantine affects different people different ways, man. And Sunday night, there was a guy in my building who lost his shit from quarantine at, like, 1 in the morning and apparently took off his pants, was, like, with just a T-shirt looking like Winnie the Pooh running around, like, the fourth floor of my building. I don't and, like, telling, telling people to call the cops. I, don't, I, I swear to God. Don't blame that on quarantine. I think that's drugs. Well, well think about it. If, you're if you did stuff like that and now you're locked up, you're doing more stuff like that. So then you get things like this. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, last thing last I saw was homeboy was running down Biscayne at 1.30 in the morning with no pants on, just going to like telling people his shadow was chasing them and shit. So I don't know. It was really crazy. <laughs> we all have so. very different coping mechanisms. <laughs> that's true. That's yes, true. Yes, and, yes. And, Thankf and thankfully, none that's, of us have That's lost. actually a Tuesday for a, a Miami police. That's like a Tuesday, <laughs> a regular Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wonder how. I wonder if those kind of weird calls have gone up. Of course. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I'm sure people are losing their minds. So I'm, I'm lucky to be able to be on both sides because obviously I am obviously a lot of people know I am a police officer in Georgia, and I stay in contact with the guys down there that uh, are telling me that it's like Walking Dead. People are doing the most weirdest things, and they're trying to figure out: is it quarantine? Is it drugs? Or is it both? But oh. here in Miami, that's like a normal thing. You know, moment of salt, the, the uh, bath salts, the guy who was eating skin, eating people's skin and stuff. So, Dude. Um, yeah. He even yeah, it. it's that's definitely. Oh. <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> that's Miami, bro. Miami's ridiculous. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Florida man, Florida man spends time in Miami too. It happens. But I'll tell you, man, but my homeboy, my neighbor here, he, he's taking the cake so far for weirdest thing I've seen it during the, the quarantine. I mean, and this is something, yeah. like, I'm, I'm standing outside my door at like 1.30 in the morning like, going, what the hell is going on? Looking down and seeing him run with a stick going, ah, my child, don't you call the police, call the police. Like straight up Winnie the Pooh. No pants on, just a t-shirt. <laughs> wow. That's it. Trying to so, get that honey. Oof, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard times, man. Hard times for people. But hopefully oh, yeah. you guys don't go through none of that or, or have to see that, you know. But yeah, nah, it yeah. is what it is. Like you said, it's a Tuesday in Miami. So that's if, true. That, if yeah, that's the worst, exactly. I'll take it, man. If that's the worst that happens, I'll take it for now. But it's definitely yeah. here, So <laughs> And Andrea, you, you're a South Florida native. You've been here the majority of your life. Pretty right? much. Yeah. So I'm sure you've seen a lot of weird things here in South Florida. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'd like to... Yeah, I'd like to say that you're like our Renaissance woman because you're everywhere. Like we've seen yeah. you everywhere. <laughs> well, thank you guys for saying that. I, I am, I have been everywhere actually. Yeah, <laughs> my career and everything that I've done has been quite. It's a lot. My parents have don't know what to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and it's funny because I told. So tell, um, so tell the audience. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, guys. Go, go ahead, Titi. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I was going to tell her to tell the audience exactly what you what you're doing with your career and give them an insight of who you are and your page. Um, so pretty much my background is in broadcast journalism. I went to college for broadcasting. I started as a Miami Dolphins cheerleader when I was 19, and I was interning at NBC Six. I was with the Miami Dolphins for three seasons, and since I was bilingual. Um, the team gave me a lot of opportunities to represent their team outside of the cheerleading aspect. So I did a lot of spokesperson work for them. So that really opened the door to the world of sports. I always knew that I wanted to do sports more or less. And I was doing a lot of entertainment and one thing just led to another. And I worked for free for the longest time as an entertainment reporter, Uh, you know, the grind, you know, it's like, that's what you do. And I was doing that for many years until I got an opportunity with the Florida Panthers, our, our hockey team down here. Mm-hmm. So I joined the team as their arena host. And I was with the team for four seasons. And in my fourth season, I became their Hispanic marketing director. I just, I've always had a love for marketing and branding. And I knew even before social media became like a thing, I knew that um, your one-on-one interaction with fans was really important. Your branding was going to be huge if you wanted to have longevity in this industry, you know, the TV industry. Yeah. So little by yeah. little, we started putting all the, you know, the, the pieces together of the puzzle. And then I started growing my brand within that 
that world. And I worked for, um, I also did the same thing for FAU Owls football. And then little by little, a lot of outlets started calling me to do, you know, their spokesperson and field reporting work. And then I was doing that for quite some time. And then the WWE came and then I traveled the world with them, became a ring announcer, uh, you know, backstage reporter for Raw, NXT, SmackDown. (laughs) My parents were like, what are you doing? Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. (laughs) At the time, I always knew that social media marketing was very important. I I was growing my brand. I wrote uh, an Amazon bestseller about leadership and and women in the business. Wow. Damn. Because at the, in this world, you can't just be linear. If you, if you, I always knew that if you want to have a trajectory and a successful one, you always needed to have your hands in different things. And that's what I did. And then after the WWE, I did motorsports for a year. And then after that, I put all of my knowledge to work and I launched my marketing and brand agency, Throne Media. That's the that's what's up, yo. <laughs> Damn. That's what's, what's, so, what's so funny about that? You know, because a lot of young women are not going to understand the grind of trying to be someone like you. They think it happens overnight. And when you <laughs> sit down and when you know, realistically, because when I was at NFL Network, it was a lot of, you know, freelance workers of that course. are at, at the edit bays or working in uh, features mm-hmm. who are trying to branch off and try to work for Fox, try to work for, um, it was another company in LA that they were trying to work for just to get their, their opportunity to be in front of a camera, not wow. understand you had to do the grind exactly of what you did. And that's pretty incredible. That's really oh, incredible. You. you know what it was too? Social media, when I started, wasn't a thing. So I think people just get very wrapped up in the fact that, that you know, you post a picture right now, you, you get the attention, you do certain things and you get some type of notoriety. I didn't have that. I needed to have a body of work even before I got that you know, that opportunity. So it's a work ethic that I've always brought to the table. And when I do my my lectures and speeches and when I teach leadership, I ingrain this because what happens when social media dies or when it disconnects or whatever, everybody loses their mind or loses their career and you're not going to be an Instagram model anymore. And I'm very bold and I'm very open about the subject. You need to grind and your work ethic needs to speak for yourself no matter what. (laughs) I mean, they're they're already talking about not showing how many likes you have and all good, that stuff. Good, absolutely. So, yeah. It's not real. They, it's not real. It's mm-hmm. just a tool. It's a tool. Yeah, they already do it. On, my, my page doesn't show my likes. Like, I can't see anybody likes anymore. It just tells oh. me uh, the person. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care with it. I can care less if somebody likes my work. You know, the, the, yeah. true, the true fans will actually comment and, and support. Of course. I, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. So what's yeah, next I, for you? Oh. What's next for you, Andrea? Like you've done all this stuff. I'm sure you still have goals that you want to meet. Oh yeah, I I haven't even skimmed <laughs> the surface. I mean, I think right now um, I have my hands in several things. My priority is Throne Media. Our mm-hmm. uh, I have a business partner. Her name is Lizzie Molina. Her background is also in PR and sports. Um, we have two departments within the marketing agency. We work with small businesses and then we work with athletes just because my background is in sports and her background is in sports. And obviously right now, the fact that you guys have such a huge and vast knowledge of sports, if you want to build your brand now, I think the the stakes are higher, even if you are an athlete and we help them create that, that digital ecosystem with Instagram. If they want to be able to sell apparel, if they really want to grow to be an actual brand 
because remember their their career on the field or on the court is not a forever thing so we give them the tools and the resources to make that happen yeah take and notes what about medic city casino highlight players you know, I may need something like, I'm an athlete too. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. There. Yes. I think if any, any, you know, athlete has a story and that really wants to continue, I mean, the fact that you have your hands in many things, you understand the grind and how it is, uh, the, the importance of diversifying. So yes, TD. <laughs> <laughs> so let um, me ask you, man, no, for real. let me ask you, uh, you seem to be like the, the the role model for for this question I'm about to ask Dolphins cheerleaders mm-hmm. they always seem to move on to bigger and better things and just do crazy big things like your yeah. friend MJ Acosta now is working for the NFL Network and we see her everywhere right yeah absolutely yeah. and mm-hmm. she's been on our show a couple of times she's a friend of the show but what is it about the Dolphins cheerleader organization is it is do they just do a good job of attracting yeah. these girls that are more prone to do this, or is it a character building thing that you know, happens while you're a cheerleader? I love the fact that you brought that up because that or that organization, I really give them the credit to help me mold uh, the the professional woman that I became to be. Just because at the time I was 19, right when I joined the when I joined the organization, and they're very militant and they groom you to be certain types of people. Obviously, it's at the core of who you are. I mean, who are you when you are giving all of these opportunities? Mm-hmm. But they, the way they they choose the, the, their the you know the people that they work with the organization, and for me, the organization helped me and they groomed me to help me see my opportunities and the work ethic. And I was really lucky at such a young age to be exposed to that. But I took advantage. So they give you the tools. It's mm-hmm. up to you to see what you're going to do with it. So I definitely give them props because they have um, yeah that there's a standard that you need to meet with them. And and if you start early with them. I think it's only the beginning. That's awesome. What's what's like an experience that, that comes to mind that, that, that most reflects upon what you're doing today? You know, it was so cool, you know, and it was such a really amazing moment for me. I was able to, they gave me the opportunity to host the Miami Dolphin Cheerleader Auditions last year. And the fact that cool. my career came completely full circle, I was a judge and I actually hosted the auditions it was very reminiscent. You know, I knew exactly what the girls were going through. I knew how emotional that experience is as, as a professional, as a dancer, and with that organization. And I was able to, you know, give my words of encouragement and at the same time um, help the organization pick their next girls. So for me, it was a, that, that was a huge opportunity. And, you know, it was special. I was like, I was them 100 years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got to be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. like- I don't know if Tenard, I don't know if you've ever coached football. I think you have coached football, have you, Tenard? Yeah, I coach high, I coach high school football. Right. So, um, and you, you know, you it's a different yeah, same it's, way. It's a different Yeah, you know, it's it's a difference when you are behind the camera mm-hmm. now compared to being in front of the camera, if you want to kind of analogize it. You know, being on the football field is different when you're actually a coach now trying to explain to the kids on how to play the game. So I can I can agree to her uh uh experience about being a judge and doing what she's doing is like it's kind of weird seeing yourself behind the the seats and trying to convince these girls on how you made it exactly it's it's an honor you know you have an opportunity to help these people achieve their dreams and give them the tools that they need to do so yeah all right 
I got so, a question. Uh, can I get one in? I'm sorry, sorry. I know I'm the guy with the, the, guy with the bad connection over here. Um, <laughs> uh, so, okay, so you did some work in WWE, and you mentioned it earlier. Uh, I know sometimes they actually put you in the ring. Oh, yeah. Do you ever train or do any of that stuff? You ever I am proud to say, yes, uh, I'm proud to say that I did go through a couple of bumping classes. Um, it was mandatory just because... Obviously, if you are a fan or if you've seen it, a lot of the times the interviewers, we are in the way of a lot of action. So if you don't know how to fall, whether you're in heels or whatnot, I was, you know, actually, they don't put you in heels. That's a, that's another story. But you need to know how to fall if you're in heels or if you're falling out of the ring. It was very painful because obviously I'm not a wrestler. But yeah, <laughs> that, that was quite the experience. But overall, working for that organization, the WWE, was uh, was quite the adventure. Very nice. cool. I want I want to get you know throw some elbows or jump off the top rope or something. Oh my god! Cool. <laughs> yeah, I have tremendous respect for those athletes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who is like who sticks out to you? Which wrestler do you were was around? Who was big back then? Who? I mean, was was really interesting. I, I I mean, I never really had a favorite because they all became my friends, right? We traveled the world together, and you get to know them on such a different level. Um, everybody just has such a bigger than life personality. Everybody's mm -hmm. work ethic is is incredible, and I think what's special now is when when because you start at the the PC, you know, the performance center. The yeah. the, the, the athletes, the wrestlers, the superstars that started there with me are the big guys now. So for me to see their growth and see that they're actual superstars and see them on their first day of, you know, them wanting to become a wrestler, it's, yeah. I feel like a proud mom, you know, cause now that <laughs> I'm not attached to organization anymore. I just- Watch your baby grow up. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I saw, that. I saw them when they were unsure. I saw them when they were asking questions and when they were taking chances and when, and when they were just being groomed to be who they are. So. Um, I do feel like a proud mom. <laughs> That's cool. Can you, can you cool. give us a little little behind the scenes? How does that all happen for a wrestler? Like, I know a lot of times guys change their names and they... Oh, yeah, we all have to change their names. Like, even I had to change my name. My name, my, my real name, right, is Andrea Ocampo. I had to change my last name to... Um, they gave me an option, so I changed my last name to DeMarco. So... If you Google me, uh, you'll find me under Andrea DeMarco, and that's where all my, you know, my interviews and all that stuff. So that was kind of all interesting. Right. So they legally change your name? They legally change it, or just like for that? It's it's just for that. It's like your stage name. So they own oh, the rights. Okay, I was like, what? Yeah, they own the rights yeah. to obviously, you know, your your likely your likeliness and your images and stuff like that. So they can't own yeah. your actual, you know, name. So my name was Andrea DeMarco. That's interesting. Oh. Yeah, I mean, there's a, that yeah. organization. I mean, that's like I said, it was quite the experience, and I was very lucky that I did go through it. And I never thought that I would have such an experience like that. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Did you uh, try to get tapped for um, for XFL? Did you try to get in no. that arena? No. I, no. When that happened, I was already and um. I was already in my mind, like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to grow my brand. I want to own businesses. Being in that world was going to be on my terms. And I was done. I've just been doing yeah. it for quite, for quite some time, you know. Yeah. And I, Go well, ahead, girl. I say it loud and proud. <laughs> you know, you get to a point in this industry where it's a lot of fun, but then you have to mm -hmm. think a bigger vision and long term. And yeah. I have so much experience. Exactly. 
And I no longer wanted to work with people that I did that they didn't like or didn't respect. And it was it was my turn to to build. And I have. And anybody can do that. And I teach people how to do that. Now take notes, Gus. Take notes. That's, hey, I, I, hey, I respect that. I'm asking you know. like, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's no, let me get my cool note. Hearing that, it's pretty cool hearing that because you, it's a lot of women that would love to be attached to a, a, a big brand, then they can build themselves. Yeah. And you know, you're young. You know, you're you're you're, you're attractive, and you have a great smile, and I'm, you know how to talk. So you know, <laughs> real talk. So so basically, you know how important important is branching off compared to sticking with another brand. Oh, and you can eventually if you do it long enough, if you do it long enough, you could become a respectable brand out there and have your own clientele like you're doing right now. Absolutely. So that's why I'm joking saying go ahead girl, but I really respect that. That's pretty Oh, dope. I appreciate. I mean like at the end of the day, if I've been able to help huge organizations become multi-million dollar entities in my own little respect, you know, everybody um, nobody's an island. If I'm able to do that, there's no, I always thought there's no way I, I can't do that for myself. Right. But sure. I had to, I work with the Miami Dolphin, right. I work with a lot of organizations mm -hmm. where I can get uh, the knowledge, the experience, uh, you know, my portfolio. So I could actually be taken serious, make a lot of mistakes because yeah. I don't like to be like, oh, this is so easy and this is perfect. And, you know, <laughs> of course not. Yeah. And filters and look at me and I'm on TV. No, it, it doesn't work that way. Right. It just, it's a lot of uh, ups and downs and it's a lot of trial and error, but it's just knowing what you want. And especially now with social media, anybody can do it. That's true. That's, That's true. a good and a bad thing. Right? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so how do how do you like distinguish yourself amongst all these people that are trying to make a name for themselves? Well, I think I, you know, I get that question all the time. I think your body of work is incredibly important. I think now the stakes are higher with anybody who's out there. So if you want to do something or execute anything, your audience or whoever you want to, you know, um, talk to, they're going to see if you're legit or not. You know, they're going to know within the first five minutes if you're just a typical. Not even that, like 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Because you know what? Right now we're being fed the same thing. Everybody looks alike. Everybody says the same thing. You're being sold to, you know, we're seeing men and women that are naked half the time. And right now we're so gated. It's like now at the end of hey, the day, I knew you was going to say that. Shut up. Tanard. I pointed down at Tanard. Is he naked? It doesn't have to Oh, his IG is, no, no, his no, IG no. is off the chain. Cause I work out. Cause I work out a lot. So he's talking about I'm naked. Get out of here. That's hey, 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 I'm with Gus on this one. <laughs> But listen, at the end Go of the ahead, day, Andrea, I'm sorry. at the end of the day, your body of work is just really important. And I think now your audience is a lot smarter and they're we get bored easily. So for me, I just really want to stay really authentic to what I bring to the table right now is teaching and empowering people to grow their business, their brand. And I just always want to offer value because that's going to help my business and my future goals. Right. So with my with my business with Throne Media, we help athletes and people create their online their online business. We help them create their online series if they want to pitch it to Netflix, if they want to monetize it. So producing has been a huge part of my work right now. And like producer is really the next frontier for what I'm doing.
Nice. So what's a, what's a big project that you're working on now or something that excites you the most? Well, right now, obviously, with Throne Media, creating people's stories, their narratives, you know, how can I bring this athlete to life? How is that going to stick? And I'm also working with the Fox News Network. I'm producing and hosting an environmental show called Earth. So I travel the world. Now, right now, we're not traveling, but I produce uh, a TV show and I write it out and, and I have a co-host. And that's really helping me produce and still be very attached to TV, right? Because obviously online it's where it's at, but, you know, uh, in regards to programming and television and what's out there, that still keeps my roots very grounded. I got a question. Wait, 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 wait. I, I saw your environmental um, on your Instagram there. And oh, you did your I saw you were in, I saw you were in Canada recently. Or, or at least you posted about it. And yes. as the Canadian uh, resident Canadian expert of our podcast, um, <laughs> wh what part of Canada were you in? Because I've been to Montreal and I'm the poutine king. That's what I've uh, referred to myself as. And I freaking love it. It's awesome. So it was really cool to see that. I'm just curious if what you thought about it. it, was, I, it was in very, very, I was very, very cold. I was in Ottawa. <laughs> I was in the Ottawa? middle of yeah, I was in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't wasn't glamorous at all because our stories are, you know, people that are saving the environment, that are doing their their um, their part. But yeah, it was very cold. That was very. It was very hard to. <laughs> it was snowing. Well, you're, not well, she she probably she was probably in Saskatchewan. What is South Florida girl bro. cold in Canada? I'll, What's going on? I was in the, I was yeah, in the yeah. CFL for a little bit, and we played in Saskatchewan. It's there's nothing there. Nothing. It's, yeah, they were very, Canadians are very nice, though. Yeah, they are. They, they are. are very nice. They are very nice. Mm -hmm. Well, what is it that they were doing in Canada, though? Like, trying to save what? Um. Well, the company that I did uh, the segment for it was Husky. So they they oh, wow. are, they produce a lot of plastic, and they do, and they really focus on the circular economy and how they recycle their plastic to create, you know, other products for other companies. And we got really in-depth as to how they're doing their part. Because obviously cool. a lot of people talk about the single-use plastic, like a plastic bottle, and we don't have to mm -hmm. use it once. Yeah. So they have a whole system where they actually take that one bottle and they recycle it over and over again. That's the short that. yeah. <laughs> the, the more show. you know. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. So for the, for the entire story, go to earth.com, right? <laughs> earth is on holding. <laughs> so all, all this stuff is on hold right now for you. What, yeah. How are you... How are you coping? Like, what what are you doing to? Uh, I know I I saw on your Instagram you're asking people how they are yeah, taking I the mean, time to learn things or whatever. What are you doing? I mean, I'm really trying to keep the conversation light but real. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm very optimistic, but I don't want to be like, oh, the sky is blue and this is so great and let's be all productive, right? Yeah. Uh, there's times where I feel fantastic, and there's times where I just want to eat all the popcorn in my pantry, go to sleep, and cry. That's literally there's days like that. I'm an ice cream kind of guy. You know, and I've had, to, I've had to honor that, right? I've had to honor how I felt um, within our company. We were in the midst of creating an e-course on marketing and branding. So we really had to, I mean, we're working behind the scenes, but um, specifically we're helping our clients not lose their mind. We put some on hold because people are scared and we're really trying to maneuver their content strategy where we're talking about, you know, now we're going to need a lot of companies to create content that's, conf you know, that brings confidence to their company. So that means confidence content, right? So we're cleaning X, Y, and Z, and we can service you. So we're really helping the clients shift their narrative to help their customers. And how are they going to do that? 
online, you know, with their social media posts. How do they say this? How do they say that? So we're definitely helping our customers. Um, I mean, personally, I've just been doing a lot of reading. I've been doing a whole lot of meditation because oh. right now it's a mind game. Everything that we're going through, like I said, a lot of people are not, don't do well sitting still. I thought I was one of those, but now it's getting to me. So now I'm really just trying to take care of myself. So that means not eating all the chocolate in the microwave, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm all about fitness, and I want to hear everybody excuse on why they couldn't use this moment to take advantage of trying to get in shape, lose weight, and when I, I no, don't hide behind, don't hide behind the camera, bruh. No, no, don't hide behind the camera because right now she's saying like a lot of people don't know what to do themselves right now, and this is the perfect time to take advantage of this two months we have off to find ourselves and find what can make us great again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I try to work out every single day because it's what, personally what's helping me. You know, I've, My clock is all messed up. I go to sleep at three, four o'clock in the morning. I know, you know I know. It feels like I have a night shift somewhere and I just go to sleep at yeah. four and then I need to get tired, but I, I need to work out or else I will leave here 10 pounds heavier because we watch all these shows, which I have on Netflix, right? It's in the mall. <laughs> yeah, <they have> watch. <laughs> you know, but I definitely been doing workouts on YouTube. Um, and I go for walks around here and I go for and I I got my bands, I have my yoga mat right there. I'm trying. I'm glad you're not I'm glad you're not one of those people who bought the the mirror or the Peloton and just oh. wasted that money and just using YouTube, YouTube. To lose weight, that YouTube is the best kept secret. I know YouTube. I watch YouTube on my phone all the time. That's what I use. That's true. You can watch it on YouTube Peloton right now and all that stuff. That's crazy. It kills me when I hear people do that. YouTube that is my best friend. I've lost ten pounds. What up? I'm I lost ten pounds. Why doesn't TD believe you? Because he's a hater, and you know that's just plain no, and simple. No, I'm a, uh, I'm a real. Because I did it, and because I did it just by walking my dog three times a day. But I, yeah, honestly, that's cool, bro. I, honestly, like straight up, the, if there's one thing, like I've worked night shifts before uh, when I was in the Navy and everything, and that's when it, and this is what it feels like. How Andrea was saying. So I've been there where I eat just to kill time in of the course, past. You get bored. It's you get bored. Yeah, we all bored do. Eating. It's human and nature. I was, yeah. And I was scared of that going into this once this started. But I've honestly really like I, I cut out all soda. I've been eating regular portions. I'm not binge eating my snacks. <laughs> I just I, I, you know, space it out. If I have a little snack, I don't pig out on anything. I don't eat out because I've been eating home. I uh, really just like maybe once not. a week we might we might order something, you know, like we we're craving uh uh, like Chipotle the other day, I was like, ah, I'll have a little Chipotle, but that's that's the extent of it. And honestly, I've I've lost ten pounds since this whole thing started, so I'm actually pretty uh pretty proud. Maybe I'll start, you know, doing some. I, I did yoga, I did yoga and like some uh, Zumba thing, like the first week, a couple times, and that was it. But yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'll get nice. I'll get into it. But like I said, I'm proud to report. And oh, and and this, I've been see, I've been drinking water all day, every day, man. That's the one thing. That's really that Let me check that receipt. That's not water. Let me check that receipt. Bro, it's water, man. I, oh, damn, I'm making a mess over here, but it's water. <laughs> I almost got him. Almost got him. <laughs> Look, it's water. It's, yeah, and I've been it's water. Water. You know, it's, it's, it's legit, though, man. I've been, I've really been, yeah. you know, proud of that. Yeah. When you see me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look man. good. I'm proud of you. I'm, yeah. I'm getting ready for that triathlon. I'm getting 
getting ready for that nah, triathlon. I, I was, I was oh, about on, that, bro. but I want you to I want you to extend your life though. Great job. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And I've been cooking a lot. I've been finding a lot of joy in cooking. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I, mm -hmm. I I need to cook more often because I don't cook enough, but uh, I do enjoy cooking whenever. I get my I recipe so, on YouTube. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so and so Andrea, what's your what's your ten year plan? Because everybody has a plan when it comes to you know mm -hmm. they want this at a particular time in their life, and obviously it doesn't go that way. But you've been doing so much for the for so long, and you work for free. You did the freelancing, like so. Now that you're still young, you're still energetic. What is your ten year plan, and what do you see your brand going uh, for the next ten to twenty years? I mean, like I said, I really plan on diversifying my businesses. I think Throne Media is going to be the basis for a lot of things that I do to service people and help people. I do work with um, entrepreneurs one-on-one. -on -one. If people want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, I definitely have a program. So that's a different, that, you know, that's diversifying what I'm doing. Um, I want to write a book that's in the works. I'm going to have uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. And that I'm giving myself five years to do that. I want to get a little older, a little bit more experience, a little bit more knowledge to, to drop. But I really want to be able to open more businesses, you know. And I just really want to focus on my entrepreneurial journey. And that's, and that's really different for me. I never thought I would be a business owner. I always thought in my mind I was a creative, I was a producer, I was a reporter. But when I really was able to tie it all together, I was like, I'm a businesswoman. And when I really started to embrace that, I started to educate, continue my education and just really figure out what that looked like. I would love to go on a book tour and continue to teach at universities and lecture, but just to really be that go-to person in the world of media, um, you know, broadcasting and leadership. That's really where I want to be able to focus my, my efforts. And I mean, it can take a lot of different turns and I'm going to still do a lot of television work, but that's only going to be if it makes sense with my brand and if, if I can produce it and I mean, if I can produce a lot of television content, that would be great. And I think that's where a lot of things that I'm doing, that's the direction it's going. Just keep on building that, you know, that, that body of work, but now it's on a different level. Now I can pick and choose my projects and really pick and choose the people that I work with. And that that's a lot of freedom. And I think right now it's freedom in that for me to be able to just, you know, when obviously when you own a business, you work, a lot more, but at the same time, maybe you can work at the beach with, with the laptop on your lap, right? And yeah, yeah. Huge, right? Because mm -hmm. when I worked with the WWE and the Panthers and all these sports teams, I didn't go home for Christmas. I didn't spend time with loved ones. And the fact that my quality of life was not where I wanted it to be, to be able to have that freedom and just to be able to spend time with my family, that's where I want to be because I didn't have it for like 10 plus years. Right. So, and, you know, speaking of family, because mm -hmm. I didn't mean to cut you off, because, you know, realistically, because being in Miami, you know, saying and I I'm asking for a male male audience, because a woman like you, you know, who is a boss that that works a lot, that has her own business. How do you find time to create your own family and also spend time with your family? Well, that's definitely, that's really one of the reasons why I also wanted to have my own business. There's just a lot of sacrifice. Obviously, when you work for these teams, it's, I felt like I've been there, I've done that. And I wanted to give my personal life a chance, right? And I'm like, now it's my turn. Now I want, you know, if a family's around the corner, let me give my life that opportunity. Now it's time to enjoy life, right? So I think, exactly. 
I think you need to have the consciousness of knowing that money and success is not where it's at, obviously. And we all measure success and money and happiness very differently. Yeah. yeah. Right? But for me, I want to feel complete and full. And that's being with the people that I love and to find a healthy relationship. And, to, and just to have these moments with my family, I haven't been able to hug my parents in the longest time. Can you imagine now that that's what we're, we're that's, that's where yeah. I want to be. Just the freedom yeah. of, of growing my family, if that's around the corner, and just giving me that the opportunity and just working from the beach and just being with my loved ones because I didn't for just like 15 years. For 15 years. Yeah, you got to find a balance. And wow, 15 years. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's that's wow. the grind. That is the grind of this this business. But now that's for me. I'm making it a little bit more simpler, and that's that is my 10 to 15 year plan. And you know the my business will always be super important. I mean, I'm incredibly ambitious. I mean, you guys are creatives. You guys know that this is addicting, and I want to be oh, yeah. in the industry until like I'm 100 years old. I, I will always find a way. Right, I will be old and and wrinkly behind a camera telling everybody what to do. See <laughs> myself, but on my terms and just having the people that I love around me. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm saying I'm, I'm I'm going down with my microphone. That's all I'm saying. You know, oh, yeah. I'm going. Just, they gotta sn- they gotta snatch out the gold, your old claw hands, huh? Snatch yeah. out the gold. I'm going down with my microphone. I can. <laughs> Tell you, man. Oh man! Well, Andrea, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank um, you guys. I can talk man. people's ears off, so I appreciate the you know. Yeah. No, we we Edwin Edwin and Love Daddy. You you and Edwin can go for like two hours. I bet you. Oh, oh yeah, sure. I forget time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait! Before <laughs> well, we, before I want I, I had one last question. It's just my my connection sucks today. I apologize. It, <laughs> it, it'd be a lot better. But uh, okay, so wait, I want to know you you rank. You've worked with the Panthers. We've covered the Panthers. You've done stuff for the Dolphins. We've we've done stuff for the Dolphins. We have our relationships and everything. But which one did you like? Now that you're not doing those things, which one do you miss the most? Like, do you, is it WWE? Is it being working with the Panthers? You know, I was now that I I can look back at everything. I would say working with the Panthers. All right. Yeah. You appreciated that the most, yeah. Yeah, that's really where I found my groove, and that's uh, it was an amazing team to be a part of. They they set me up for success. We worked. I mean, I was not successful without my crew. You know what I mean? And everybody helped me along the way. So that's the one thing. If I work with people, it's like I never did this alone. I did this with a whole team behind me to help me. You know, just carve out what I'm doing, and I I love that camaraderie. I love. I mean, that's what we are in, you know, what we do, right? Like this, this collective energy that we have going in with the Panthers, I was really able to build a family there. And that's why I was successful in what I did. And that's why I miss it. Nice. Plus hockey is a lot of fun. Oh man, that was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. It was. Like I tell Edwin all the time, uh, covering hockey is probably the most fun that I have out of all the teams that we cover and we get yeah. We cover Dolphins. We cover college football, college basketball, college baseball. We cover Marlins. And hockey, for me, it's the most fun. Yeah, well, that's that, honestly, that's the team I miss the most. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, the best part is there's no there's no sun bearing down on you. So I know, right? I always have four hair. My makeup was on point. Yeah, I miss those days. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I, I, don't, I don't miss the sun on those days, you know, so it's always nice. Hopefully, yeah. we'll be back there soon. 
Hopefully, I hope so. Yep, yep. All right, well, everybody, Lemonheads, make sure to follow us on all social media channels at Lemon City Live. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit the little bell on the bottom for future notifications. Um, and once again, we're brought to you by Magic City Casino Highlight. Shout out to them. Andrea, thank you so much for joining thank us today. Thank you very much. Any thank last you. words? And also, quick shout out, out. Quick shout out. Quick shout out. Our uh, Magic City Highlight will start back most likely May 1st. So if you're watching, make sure you tune in to our YouTube page and look at us on streaming live. You can place your bets and hopefully you bet on me and I can win you some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts oh, on I, I, before we head out? Uh, well, you guys, I'm pretty impressed with everything that you're doing. Um, obviously, in the world of marketing and branding, you guys, I salute you because obviously my eye, my eye for that is always it was always on. <laughs> and you guys had a really great show, and obviously, you guys can do anything with this. And I am thankful for being a part of it. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, very you for joining. Thank us. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh, tell people where to follow you and stuff like that. Plug oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely follow me on Instagram. It's official Andrea Ocampo TV. And then from there, it'll take you through the rabbit hole to follow me on Facebook, Snapchat, uh, everything else that's out there. I started a TikTok, but I honestly, I don't think I can do it, guys. I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so stupid. Good. It's like we, we started a TikTok, too. So fans out there, go and check out our TikTok at Lemon City Live. It's I don't just, have anything on there, but I'll call you guys. The Chinese government, the Chinese <laughs> government is watching it. Don't do it. <laughs> that's, gonna, that's going on TikTok today. <laughs> oh my god! All right, everybody, thanks for watching. The podcast will be up tomorrow morning. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcast, and also LemonCityLive.com. Go ahead and check us out on LemonCityLive.com. All right. <laughs> All right, Andrea, thank you once again. Thanks, Bob. everybody. Episode 192. We'll see you next time. We out of here. Awesome. <laughs>